Voice MMA Love. The last voice for the learned hardcore MMA fan. God damn it, where do we even start on this fucking episode? I am Matt. <laughs> There's spirit- so much, I can't either. I yogurted my brain. We're overwhelmed. The spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe, I'm called. <laughs> and uh, with me is your preferred Luke. He is your transatlantic friend and your primus inter pares of Fight Fox. Four screen Lucas. We never tire in the fifth round. We start where others stop with this MMA BS. And this is the full meat episode. <laughs> Luke, why the fuck are we doing this? I can't take it anymore. What? 100% meat, 0% <laughs> brain. Today we are doing this for the best trash talk to come out of Switzerland thus far. It w- it had been held by Vulcan No Time Ozdemir on this very podcast in an interview with Matt and Vladdy, but it has been uh, supplanted by Stephanie No Time Wait, Stephanie, the chosen one. Stephanie, the future. Edgar. Yes, we we we're looking for nicknames for her now, and I'm I'm going to pro- to propose some. If if some of the listeners have nicknames, nickname suggestions for Stephanie Ecker, um, please let us know. I'll I'll relay them to her. Please recap this trash talk because it was in an encrypted language. I do not understand. Yeah, look, it was very good. We we talked to Stephanie. She's a, ve- a very a very um, not not reserved, but she's she's very kind and very almost shy as a person, and I I enjoy that because she she knows how much work she has in front of her, and but then sometimes that's like a little devil is sitting sitting on her shoulder, and she just she's just told the story like it's nothing. She she um, at her fight against Shayna Young last weekend, I. Uh, she met or two weeks before I, I can't even remember she obvi- she stated that she walked by Misha Tate and she was like telling it like yeah, yeah I walked by Misha Tate and I was very very surprised how small Misha Tate looked <laughs> how how oh. weak she she, she, she seemed <laughs> so. he looks she looks so small and so weak and she was like, she was like telling it. It's not, it, it was not trash talky. It was just like yeah, telling a story. Like, yeah, I, I was really surprised. Like, it's it's not. Um, it wasn't mean spirited at all. It was just she was surprised, I, like genuinely surprised how small Misha Tate looked. <laughs> Very good. There's, yeah, that 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 degree of like of like, oh, uh, she like she's just telling a nice story. Like I walked by Misha Tate and how she felt about it, and then you realize <laughs> that you're getting some of you're getting some of the best comedy gold in the women's one thirty five pound division you're ever going to get since Ronda retired. Absolutely yeah. awesome. Ronda's gone. Beth is gone. This is good stuff. Good stuff for that division. We needed an English next time, pal. Lucas, listen, we're we're three minutes in. Three we and a half no minutes, time. actually. And this this show might be the show with the most content ever. I, I actually hate when I say content. With the most stuff in it. I'm not a fucking millennial, man. We try to talk about today about UFC Fight Night Costa versus Vettorio, of course. I'll have some short blurbs on um, Bellator Moscow, Fedor versus Johnson. Um, I might have a longer blurb on Glory. Rico Verhoeven versus Jamal Ben Sadik. Mm. I'll have a short blurb on KSW 64. 
Mariusz Puczanowski versus Bombardier. And then Lucas pr promised us fireworks with Cage Warriors California Love. <laughs> X MMA Miami Vice City. <laughs> it's like the best. Of course, of course, this this guy wa uh, watched some BKFC, Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. Yeah, which true dreams of Wichita. In my in my yeah. show notes, I have a preview of UFC 267, but I mean, f forget about that one. We're never gonna make it. In in honor of of uh, of one of the best fights that ever happened, I I wanted to to make a special cover, but then um, another one of of the very best fights happened. So if you watched either Verhoeven versus Sadiq. Or Costa versus Vittori. I mean, look, look. Th this is this is the reason to be alive. And I'm not quite sure where we want to start. <laughs> it's like it's very. I need, very I need. I need. I only saw the glory, uh, like weird stutter audio highlight reel of the fight. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch the real fight, so I want a recap of this mangling that we watched in glory. First of all, you fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. This guy, <laughs> the good old Dana, he is right again. It's it's a consecutive week of of watching absolute fucking greatest, the greatest, the best, the bestest kickboxing fight ever. Best. Let, let's let's um let's not die in hyperbole here. The best. Heavyweight kickboxing fight ever. Oh, it was it was heavyweight as fuck. Look, it was heavyweight as fuck. But look, first first thing first, you you casual guys out there. I mean, I, I know that no casual guys are are listening to this one. But dear hardcore friends, if you have casuals that love Fury versus Wilder because they heard in the press that it was very good, this fight. <clears throat> tops that in every sense of the of the word like it's 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 not even close on how much better and how much more insane this this kickboxing fight was than any boxing fight could ever be um to sum up the fight Rico Verhoeven was sitting at his post-fight press conference and he he had a I don't. I'm not even sure how to describe what what Rico had in his in his face. It was a cut, and uh, and 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 what what would be the word, Luke? Describe I, describe I mean, Rico's I, face for me. It looks like a cut that has been created by a Hollywood special effects department, where like you see a zombie with its eyeball ripped out. And its face all mangled. It looks like that. They, it's they, a mangling of an eye socket, and cut, and swollen orbital, and swollen cheek, all somehow on the left side of his face. They describe Vittori as this orc from Lord of the Rings, but I think we have a new contender. And he tried to unlock his phone with a facial recognition software, and I'm telling you guys, it wouldn't unlock. That is the fucking best. I had no... You sent me a picture. I thought he was taking a selfie of himself. I had no idea he was trying to unlock his phone by using his mangled face. 
that is the fucking <clears throat> best. If you, if you, I, 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 I don't want to explain too long. There are certain fights you can't, you, you shouldn't talk about. You just watch them and and enjoy the pure violence it brings. The the momentum shifts in this fight are just insanity. Look, Rico Verhoeven is often um, touted as. Um, a man with a padded record and glory's favorite just because he's Dutch and um, some sad people tell me that he has pillow hands, which okay might be true a little bit, but um, and that he's, he has no heart. And I mean, I, I can't even describe how this fight evoked old school feelings in me. And that is very difficult to do as uh, all of you guys remember something from your youth or something like that. And Okay, not not the young fucks, but the the older ones. I'm 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 feeling the emotion a little bit, so it's, I, it's, I I can tell you're being you're being sincere. No, about I'm this I'm I'm really too. being sincere with this fight. It's it's like it's it's heavyweight fights have to deliver a bit more for, for me to be entertained or for me to be to be wowed because some of them are sloppy and and of course this has had sloppy moments in them as well. But the sheer insanity of both of these guys, by the way. I mean, Sadiq is a a. I mean, that dude is also insane. How the, he he schooled Rico for several rounds, dropped him several times, took hard shots from from Rico. Uh, finally, was TKO'd in the end. And um, yeah, look, just watch this fight, man. It's like it's co-signed. It is. It it, it makes me so happy. Co-signed. Watch this fight. <laughs> Okay, that is a good that is a good recap, man. I like my recap. I didn't talk about the fight at all, but perfect. Listen, I won't either, and I I even know what happens. We <laughs> talked about how he looked, though, so you can go find out for yourself how he ended up looking that way. Not joking. It it it, it makes no sense for me to to explain to you that that Rico did good uppercuts or has these sneaky low kicks. Which, by the way, put a put a I think some of the low kicks um, put a a cut on the on the shin mm. of of Sadiq. Mm-hmm. Yep. How Rico is able to stand up from the, the shots of this fucking giant is beyond me. I, I'm not getting it, but he did. So. <laughs> now, yes, now, man. Listen, I, I, I need to I explain have to have myself. A sip, I have bit. to have to sip a sip. Take of water. take a sip of your tea. Take a sip of your water. Put your feet up. <sighs> Ten a.m. No, wait. Nine a.m. Yesterday. Nine a.m. Saturday. I wake up. I turn on the computer, I turn on the second computer, I turn on the phone, and I turn on all the screens, and we start going. And we're going with Bellator at 9 a.m. or whenever it started, all the way through UFC, BKFC, XMMA, all the way through to about 8 or 9 p.m. Did I watch everything for 12? No, I didn't watch everything. I got up and I, I mowed the lawn. I did some errands. I had stuff to do. We got people coming over today. We got stuff we got to get done. Be adults, like, right? Like a good but boomer. But we watched. We watched the good things, didn't we? We watched. Be, we watched UFC. We watched Jason Herzog being the best in the business, dude. Right? Objection. I know. How many points did you take on Saturday? Because I know somebody who took two. I couldn't. I could. I hadn't had the chance to take points because no one was fouling. Okay, <laughs> one. Okay, one guy was fouling, but. That, <laughs> too late to t- take a point Listen, from that dude because he KO'd the other guy as well. So I have I I woke up very early today to do this because we got people coming over and I said, "What are you doing?" And you replied to me, "Watching this fucking Vittori fight." <laughs> Pal, first first thing first. 
tell the people how many screens you had open at one time to watch MMA shit? Uh, three at most, okay. I think, because we had Bellator, yeah, Bellator, XMMA, and UFC all going pretty much at the same time, I think, was the deal. And I was frantically refreshing the Lions FC stream to see if they put a stream up so we could see the best ref in the biz uh, work in his magic, but to no avail. So UFC was the big one. UFC was unmuted uh, while I was watching it. Let's let's just, I mean, look, for there is not much to tell about Bellator, as usual. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I watched Fedor, and I watched I watched Usman out of the corner of my eye while I watched UFC. It's Usman like Nurmagomedov. It's like Bellator. It we, we it was Bellator um, went to Moscow, and I think forty six year old Fedor now um, came back for a for a fight, and I'm I'm telling you, mm-hmm. the hate on legends in this game, it 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 bothers me. The people who are out there like DC, that stupid fuck, telling people that Fedor wouldn't have a chance <laughs> against the heavyweights in the UFC and stuff like this. It no, makes no. Me, it makes no, 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 no. Fedor can go into the UFC right now and have a very considerable chance against a lot of the heavyweights in the UFC. At least. Tanner Bozer is not that good. I'm sorry, Tanner, but if Andre Arlovsky can beat you, Fedor has a chance for sure. Look, I mean... Put some respect on Fedor's fucking name. Like, look, of course, he maybe, not not even maybe, he even told that they picked um, Johnson for a reason. I'm quite sure that their team saw something in Johnson, which which suits the style of Fedor, 46. Oh, yeah. Johnson is not a specifically good wrestler. He's not he's not fast. And Fedor's still fast. And, of course, he's... How old is Tim? He's still strong as fuck. Yeah, and Tim's 30. I mean, Tim's not young either. He's younger than I am, but not by much. Yeah, and Fedor's 45. 45, yeah, okay. And it's like, and it's like, yeah, okay, well, you know, we're going to get a heavyweight in there that you've got a puncher's chance against to begin with, and we're going to have a heavyweight that you can definitely hit. So Fedor gets him with the one, two, three, and that's all she wrote. You Dude know? went down. He was, look, Johnson is a lurking, lumbering... Um, mm-hmm. like, like, what, what is, what is the name? Like, some sort of a, of a brick house you, of a man. And <laughs> I, I saw this coming, man. I felt it. I felt that all the journos and all the pundits saying that Fader was over. I, I, I just wasn't feeling it. And they said no, that Johnson, I was just, Johnson was on a winning streak and stuff like that. And I mean, what does that even say? It, it's, it says is, basically nothing. What is it? What is it when it when we have a listener who's telling us stories about like Johnson living down the street from him and being the bouncer at the strip club or Absolutely. something? You know what I mean? Like, like this is the like that's allegedly the, this is the we nice have listeners telling job, us this right? allegedly, right? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> so it's like it's like like this pundit over here. Like, I'm just thinking, what's the funniest outcome that would that would annoy Coker the most? Well, I I feel like it's Fedor losing in Moscow in front of in front in front of everybody at age 46, 45 for his last fight. Is that the most Bellator thing ever? Then that's what's going to happen. So to have him win 
and everyone cheering and this awesome post-fight interview where everyone's cheering and Fedor's kind of like brushing off this greatest of all time talk was fantastic. Right in the feels, man. Love it. Yeah, it's 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 a good fight. Um, it's a it's also another point. Maybe it's too long. I, I won't make that point now. But I'm telling you that I'm telling you for for months now that MMA is not a sport. No, and it's it, it's not it's not youth. It's not strength. It's not you have to have something special special. And Fedor has it, and he still has it, and it's a fi- it's some some sort of a fighter gene or however you want to call it, and he made he made Johnson look not good. So very good fight. Uh, honorable mention in Bellator to Usman Nurmagomedov's uh, walkout shirt, the <laughs> yeah. Khabib the Khabib Fitru logo, and a picture of Khabib's father. I believe his name's Abdullah Map. Abdul Manap. Ab- Abdul Manap. On the uh, on the shirt, it was uh, fantastic, and I want to buy one. Fitro Abdulmanap shirt, yeah, the best coach, yep. in the, the best coach in the last ten years. Yep. People love talk it. about people talk about uh, Jackson Winklejohn, and I mean, I just laugh at that. No, no, <laughs> Fitru Fitru Abdulmanap. That was and that was Bellator. Maybe, <laughs> maybe on it. No, not on it. Oh my god, I, I messed I messed it up. What is? wrong with you <laughs> but no, no, let's 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 let that that one go it didn't happen bleep <laughs> it out um good um just a short last thing ksw took place ksw 64 we had another um another fight of marius puchanowski the world's strongest man <laughs> 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 he competed against Bombardier, and I mean, look, we, I, I think we said it last time Puchanowski fa- fought that, um, I mean, to, to call that dude a strong man is, after 10 years of fighting in MMA, is, is beyond me. And that dude is now the leader of the of the KOs and TKOs in KSW of all time. Like, he, he KO'd the most motherfuckers, so. <laughs> and that's what he did with Bombardier, he just fell him. So, he will do it more. I hope he. I hope he just keeps it I, going. That dude will fight. Uh, look, I, I, I guarantee you, Puchanowski will never do anything else mm. than fight. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't he? I mean, he's not beating. I mean, okay, he, he's not sure. He's not beating the world elite of fighters. Surely not. But he beats some scary dudes like. You can you can hate on on Bombardier. You can hate on Jokovsky. Milovanovic is not the best guy ever. But I, I I'm looking at the record of Puchanowski now in his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. In his last ten, he's he's seven and three. And out of these, <laughs> by the way, KSW thirty seven Circus of Pain is a very good name. Um, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six TKOs and one KO. So that dude is murking fools, and, and I love it. That's that's it for KSW. Um, Luke, I, I I know you have a long-winded talk about Cage Warriors, California Love. I have to I have to restrict myself not to sing California Love. <laughs> it's not. It's uh, Cage Warriors California, and I called it Cage Warriors California Dreamin'. 
kind of but, fun to dream. Um, and- there, there, there is two. Well, there could you could consider three reasons to go watch this. Just it's on it's on Fight Pass, which is kind of reason one, right? It's not too hard to Always. find. Age Warriors, California. Always. Go, you can go grab it pretty easily. There's a guy making his pro debut. His name is Justin Barry, against another guy making his pro debut, whose name escapes me. Uh, his name is. Alan Benson, actually, Alan Benson uh, was 1-1 coming into this fight. Justin Barry fucking offside crescent kicks him up into his face as he misses a punch. Dude, we, need to, ban, him we out. need to ban crescent kicks. They're Holy too, they are shit. Too, too powerful. It's, they're the new cough kicks. It's not, even, it's not even the best part. The best part is when he runs to the side of the cage and starts shouting at someone in the audience and you realize the person shouting back at him, telling him how awesome he is, is none other than Tom, Tom Arnold. Ringside. <laughs> cage side shouting at people at a regional MMA event. Tom Arnold is a hardcore fan. Steve-O wasn't there. Tom Arnold sure as shit was. So Justin Barry crescent kicks a guy and knocks him out. It was quite the gif, I will tell you that. Highly recommend going and watching that. But the real reason to go watch it is this kid that is now 4-0. His name is Josh Wang Kim. Mm. A, he is one of the Dragon Brothers. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're the... The tapology picture for him, I believe it's him and his brother both holding belts. And my God, man. This this is the this is the true evolution of what happens with MMA fighting when people train everything from a young age and are not specialists coming into a coming into the sport. Coming into the sport that is not a sport. This guy goes from knee bar to triangle to mounted triangle to arm bar. Dynamic and awesome striking, spinning shit. The guy, he's got, he's 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 effectively using fouls that don't get called because Herb Dean is the ref. So he's, we've got a, uh, we've got some elbows to the back of the head in here. We've got some dick kicks. Of course, um, of course, the standard is he is phasing between threatening the takedown and going up to the clinch, and finally finishes this guy with clinch uh, Muay Thai knees. And a combination of ground and pound and a couple more shots to the back of the head. But when when he's moving, he it's it's like a it's like watching Wonder Boy, except in it's it's that karate bouncing around pulsing shit with someone that knows a shitload of jujitsu too. Uh, I will not pretend that his opponent is like fantastic and, and Josh is just Josh is just like Josh is fantastic because of it, because you'll have that on these shows. You'll have these situations where somebody looks amazing and it's real easy to look amazing when your opponent is not that great. Right. But I'm really ready to see him. I expect to see him on contender series in the next year for sure. If he keeps fighting like that, the way he was phasing disciplines in the fight is like the thing that makes me most excited about fighters. You know what I mean? Um, I get you. Go watch it. You've got to watch it. I feel you've this. got to. It's it's on, the other thing. Yeah, it's on Fight Pass. So 
I mean, yeah, that, that's that's a short a short watch, and it's it's convenient. So I'll I'll rewatch oh, that yeah. for sure. Last last honorable mention. I uh, don't we don't love to give give him props because he's problematic. But Spike Carlisle came back with a massive win uh, after getting tuned the fuck up for an entire round, and I was very impressed with his performance. He was on the main event of that show. That's maybe that's maybe worth a disclaimer that. We all know that a lot of people are problematic in MMA. And if we're praising people, we're praising them for the in, mostly for the in-cage or in-ring achievements and for nothing outside. Just this Spike, disclaimer ends. Spike end. got probably a half a pint of blood squeezed out of his head in the first round and then comes back in the second round, refuses to give up, elbows J.J. Ambrose in the head. J.J. Ambrose is stumbling back and Spike just sprints at him throwing hooks at him and gets him out of there it was quite the finish uh at, especially after the adversity of the first round so cw california dreaming happened on sunday which is seven days from now seven days ago and i was already mma'd out after that event it was so good and so fun it was on a beach we love it when things are outdoors there are palm trees on the water in San Diego, oh, I had everything. Watch it; it was great. Okay, CW done. I'm done. Looks that that sounds awesome. Cance- cancel it. No, that that sounds that sounds awesome. <laughs> there is a there is a new um, a new winner of the best poster design. X MMA Miami Vice City. <laughs> tell tell the tell our good, X- our good listeners what you what you experienced. Watching XMMA three Vice City XMMA three Neon Vice yeah uh, it was in Miami Gilbert Melendez was on the desk doing uh, in cage post fight interviews and there were a lot of legacy fighters on the card both UFC and Bellator uh, uh, speaking of problematic Daniel Strauss was on this card. <laughs> John Howard was here. Nate Markhart was here. John Dodson was in the main event, uh, getting outworked by Cody Gibson, who is also a UFC veteran, I believe. Yeah, damn. Uh, I guess uh, the takeaway, man, is some sometimes you'll have a situation with Fedor getting a win, and other times you'll have a situation where. Uh, yeah, these guys are out of the UFC, and um, they uh, get their they get it handed to them a little bit. John Howard getting John Howarded by his opponent, wrestle fucked to a decision, I believe. Uh, Nate Markhart, um, Nate Markhart was out of the UFC, fought at Titan FC, got smashed for a round, and then ripped off an armbar in Titan FC. Uh, and and uh, in this one, he looked good till he didn't, and he got absolutely wrecked. Um, looked good, and then got caught and just absorbed about forty shots that he really didn't need to. I thought the ref stopped that one late. Um, but but yeah, the 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 seasoned veterans on this card went zero for four with Howard, Markhart, Strauss, and Dodson all losing. Um, but if you want to call Cody Gibson a seasoned veteran, you could call him a one in five or something. Yeah, but I mean like that. Look, put it this way: Cody Gibson, seventeen and seven. He did he fight in? Yeah, he did. He fought in UFC, but it was way back in twenty fifteen. 
He fought Manny Gamburian at UFC 178, lost Ooh. by a, by a guillotine. Um, Glendale Fight Club. <laughs> and then he goes and fights in Tachi in LFA. So so he, he's he racks up those wins. He did so beating Dodson. Uh, is this at 135? It is. Like, this uh, is yeah, at 135. Yes, it is, yeah. So. It's it's still even though it's at one thirty five, it's still very good. Dodson's very good. Dodson is a um, Dodson is an awesome fighter. I'm not I'm not sure. What, I think he just couldn't get going. Yeah, I think he, he lost Dodson a step somewhere, and, but but that dude is that dude was always very good and is still very good. He's not well, shot. He's not he's not um, psychologically damaged from from all of the shit he's done. So we'll see about that. It's because. Part of the part of the th- reason I really wanted to watch was he was booked for XMMA two, way back I don't know four months ago six months ago and he was in a car wreck a month before, and uh, missed that and I didn't know if he would be back or not. All I heard was that it was serious. I didn't really investigate or anything. What do you think? I I do this I do this podcast for a living. No, so well, you earn a lot of money, I, good sir. I. I did want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I pay you very good money. <laughs> very good fictional money. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear so, you complaining. I'm looking for a new intern. Um, applications <laughs> to. Um, <laughs> well, I don't even know the fucking. Says, I don't even like, know the fucking like, email do address. Do you? Do you like? Do you like want to spend your day trolling MMA social media? I no, not really. So I just hope. I hoped he would be well, and I hoped you look good. And he did look good, but he. He just got out. I thought he just got outworked by Cody, and he did. So that's what happened at XMMA three. A uh, lot of fun, but you know it was on at the same time as BKFC, and that's a hard show to go up against when you're when you're talking about which one I'm going to watch. I think how long will your BKFC rambling be? It will be less than five minutes. Okay, then then we'll squeeze Maybe it in three right minutes. now. We'll squeeze it in right now, and then, my good sir, buckle the fuck up for <laughs> for Costa versus Vettori. I am unreasonably hyped. I'm unreasonably hyped for David the Caveman Rickles. I always have been. He's been fighting in Bellator since I started watching MMA, and now he is a BKFC smashing guy. And... uh it was David the Caveman Rickles versus Julian Let Me Bang Lane in the main event. What else is there to say? Watch this fight. It was fantastic. Uh, did he? Did did it go to this? I don't think. I don't even remember. It was such a bang. I think it. I think it did go to decision. We finally had decisions on a BKFC card after two events of nonstop finishes. Um, and I think that's that's because they put some 125s, 125ers on this card. They had to space it out a little bit. Um, uh, otherwise, besides the main event, BKFC was just some BKFC shit. Some people got smashed. Some people got finished. Some body shots were used. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, it was fun, as usual. I'm, I'm still happy to be a fan of BKFC. I, I feel... You, I mean... I subscribe to BKFC's app. I have to confess that I haven't watched the BKFC um, since since some some month ago. But um, you wa- you probably watched the one with Pearl in it. 
right? Okay. I mean, of course. <laughs> of course you did. When you, they, they, time they, for the percolator. They, time for the percolator, yes. One yes, of exactly. the... I, I'm, I'm, I have, I'm uh, creating a list of the best <laughs> of the best walkouts this year. and Oh, that... Okay, so... Look, I mean, her walkout is... New, there is some news. There is some news oh. about walkouts. Uh-oh. Got walkout news. They Uh-oh. could. They didn't have a ramp. Oh no! In uh, in Wichita. Oh no! It was unfortunate because it was not. It was not as catchy. But oh no! They have re-signed and booked Dat Win to come back and fight at 155 in BKFC. And Dad is the guy that walked out as Raiden at Knuckle Mania. So. I think we'll have at least one decent walkout left in us with BKFC. They haven't gotten rid of them for sure, but everybody kind of came out through a smoke machine. I think I think Wichita just didn't have the um, the capacity to fit the ramp in and get it all set up like they would usually do. Bellator had a ramp though, so that was good. Yeah, I think I think we're coming to the conclusion now that MMA events without ramps cannot be as good as the ones with well ramps. like that's the thing man like what do you like if i say david rickles what do you think of first you do you think of him him coming out with a with a flintstones car dressed as a caveman because that's what i think of yeah, first. of course i mean it's like it's no-brainer <laughs> <laughs> the, that was like that was like bellator that was like bjorn on rollerblades era bellator love it imagine you having having scott coker as a promoter now which is a, a which is well. I mean, there's a, there's a reason Rickles is no longer in Bellator. Maybe that's the reason. I have to look up the dictionary a lot to tra- to for translations and stuff like that. And once I looked up bland, and Scott Coker's <laughs> picture was right beside that, so I I got the I got the explanation, man. Oh, what a hater! <laughs> Listen, man, enough of the hate. <laughs> Talk about the love, dude. Dude, I I have to I have I have to have another sip of water because <laughs> now we're we're going into this UFC fight night, which of course was hated by the people, like hated and what? buried. Why? Why? Why hate? And then we watched it again, like 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 the last three ones. This was, I mean, this event was had banger potential written all over it, and for me. It really, really delivered. I'm, I'm going into some some highlights, and maybe you can chirp. I will chirp as necessary. <laughs> Jeff Molina defeated Daniel da Silva via TKO strikes, and I wrote down. I I, I wrote down Molina is a problem. Contender mm. alum Molina is a fucking problem. <laughs> problem! Exclamation point. Beautiful champ. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean that dude. That dude was on a mission, and he he had super intense nevasa. He was he sent the silver to the ground with a straight right. Um, he's calling himself El Jefe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that that is that is a good nickname for that dude. It, um, he went to the guard of Molina, but yeah, as soon as he turned away, it was over. He he also ate some unnecessary shots, I think. Um, but man, okay, why why not that? But that was an awesome fight. I I highly recommend you watching it, and I highly recommend you, um, keeping one tab open for Jeff Molina news. Um, that dude will be that dude that dude will be in in some intense and awesome fights. I I see I see that in him. 
Nice. Although, although copying the, the Moreno line at the end is weak, I, I'd deduct a point for that. But it's just me, man. Jai Herbert. Oh, yeah. The this one I saw. Versus Karma Worthy. F first of all, Luke. <clears throat> Luke. You all yeah. know you you know my name. You all know my name. And it it sounds shitty as fuck. And look again, how am I supposed to compete with people with awesome names and nicknames like Karma, Jai, the Black Country Banger? Where where is Jai, the, yeah. Where is the fairness in this, Luke? What a nickname. It's great. Herbert is, is training with Leon Edwards, um, who's announced to fight Jorge Masvidal. God, I loved I loved Jay Herbert. He he Jay Herbert. He's he has super nice footwork, twitchy moves, feints, and basically a five thousand punch combination sent Karma to the canvas. Got TKO, yes. ground and pounded, awesome fight. Highly recommend watch it, watching this one for the for the stand up and for the movement of Jay Herbert, and for being reminded that. I mean. We're not all as blessed with names as these two guys. <laughs> then, short, short one on Mason Jones versus David Onama. I have a list of people to watch out for. And I wrote, I started this list at the beginning of the year. Mason Jones is on it and he's still on it. That was, a, yeah, a, that was an unanimous, unanimous decision. I'm, I'm a fan of Mason Jones. This, this guy is a huge talent. He's a banger, a technician. Bit, bit unlucky in, in first appearances, man. Um, hardcore peoples of the MMA Love podcast. Please keep this guy on your radar. Watch watch his fights, support him. Um, is he a dragon? He is a dragon. He is a real dragon. He's he's wow. a Welsh man. And Wales, w Welsh people are known to have dragon blood. Amazing. Oh, no, no. Yeah, this is a good fight. Shout Watch out it. also to, to Ricky Wright, uh, the ring announcer who was working the same event yesterday evening as I was. A very, very nice guy. And he was... <laughs> that, dude, that, was, that was some scene. Super professional in what he does. Like, I haven't seen... I have he not a, seen... He's a, is he a Welsh guy? Yeah, he's a Welsh guy. Okay, uh, nice. And he was on point with everything he did... And his awareness of, of the stuff going on and what to commentate on and his pronunciations and introductions, very, very good. And he was at the same time doing a professional-as-fuck job. He was watching his friend Mason Jones um, on his iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> that, that dude is a multiple-task machine. So shout-out <laughs> awesome. to Ricky Wright. Follow him on Instagram. That dude is awesome. If you have a, a, an event or something like that, book, book this That's man. That's awesome. Book that man. Forget about Floody. Floody. Oh, <laughs> the granddaddy. Um, the, these guys were just banging each other, and I loved every second of this fight. I, I know that, that people hate takedowns at the end of, their, of rounds, but... But it, they work. It was a suplex attempt by Mason, which he almost finished at the end of the first. Who who hates on that? It's not a Jackson Winkle John bullshit. It's it was a real good attempt. And <laughs> who doesn't love an all-out bang for three rounds? Onama being outworked, but always dangerous. Like Mason is tough and he ate some very yeah, very, very good good shots by Onama. So also these two guys, no losers in this one, very good fight. 
we have Gregory Rodriguez versus <laughs> Yoon Young Park. I love the Iron Turtle, man. I love that guy. Iron Turtle is a nickname I can appreciate. I love the turtles. My favorite turtle is Donatello. I can appreciate someone who's called the Iron Turtle. I can also appreciate the body fat percentage ridiculousness of Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically controlling most of the first. Uh, he got hit with a few, but and then in the in the second park just banged Rodriguez. Like <laughs> he hit him with several very very hard punches and um, uh, a sub attempt from 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 a front headlock position was botched and he he got reversed and body triangled because of this attempt. So a bit a bit of a yeah, not not a good not a good look there. And then Park was was headhunting and got Uchi martyred as fuck. And I'll, I'll by the way I'll I'll say fuck a lot in this podcast. I, I, yeah. I, my English is not very good, and I, I need to use this word. It 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 portrays the best what I'm feeling. Not we, sure. We not, appreciate it. Yeah, not not sure how Rodriguez survived this, but in the end, he threw some powerful right hands, like two two three in a row, and uppercut. Um, park for for his TKO stoppage, awesome Crazy. fucking fight. Watch it, watch it as well. Yes, takes on this one. Um, <clears throat> beyond what you just said, uh, I I was like, did didn't wasn't Rodriguez a contenders guy? He was <clears throat> a contenders guy in September of 2020. He lost and then fought in cage in LFA twice and then came to the UFC. Uh, so I was trying to figure out why I knew him, who he was. And then Jun Young Park, uh, I just I can't get over the nickname. I it's really like the guy. Good. I love it. We had, I love the fight. We had Nicolai Negumereanu. He defeated oh, Ike Villanueva. God damn it. Um, look. I'm an Ike fan, man. I'm an Ike fan, and I could, but I could not pick Ike to win this fight. But no, I'm but an Ike fan. This was a back of the head assault, mm. and look, God allowed it. Nicola was thanking God for allowing him to <laughs> the, uh, ground pound finish Villanueva. So I think we're good here. If if God is like okay with ha- it, this is this is one of the ones with a bunch of hammer fists. Right? Yeah, hammer fists to the head, and yeah, these, these yeah, are yeah, clearly, yeah. clearly, clearly to the back of the head, and multiple shots. The ref was positioned at the wrong side. I will tell you whose fault it is. Herb Dean. Is it? No way. It's always Herb Dean. It's always Chris, Herb Dean fault. This is Chris Tagoni's fault. Donioni. Tognoni. 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 It's his fault. Yeah, it's, it's his it, fault. I think I think that's a DQ there. So a bit unlucky for Ike Villanueva. It's a good thing you're not reffing, pal. I mean, I am, but not this fight. <laughs> 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 I should though. God damn it! Book me, you fucks. Look, okay. Now, let's go into the, the last uh, last three fights. I think, or the lo- uh, maybe maybe it's not. It, it like doesn't matter. The last three fights that matter. Tell me what you see. Alex Gatherith. Yes. Versus. Okay. I watched Simu this Choi. this morning. Yeah, I watched it just now. Give I watched me your it right before the thing. Holy shit! Oh yes. Did Sungwoo Choi screw himself out of a win? Oh yes. He he, he tuned up Caceres. God. And then when he had Caceres dropped, Caceres was scrambling for some legs, and Song Wu Choi just absolutely bashes him in the face with a knee, knocks him back down. Herzog, being the professional that he is, 
stops the stops the action. Alex pops right back up. So it was a flash KO, I think. I think he was out. Pops right back up. Hurts uh, go over there, go over there, gets the translator, tells Song Wu Choi you can't do that shit, and takes a point. And it uh was great. It was great. Yeah, I, I have to give credit credit to Herzog here because that is a, a difficult sequence to carry out correctly and he did that very good. He um yeah, he saw the illegal knee and stopped he stopped the fight, he took a tame out, he took a point, kept Caceres in the fight, which was the most important thing because Caceres was not done. Not unlike no, Algemeen. He recovered maybe. Yep, he recovered. He could recover, he re- and I think... He recovered, and then climbs up Sungwoo Choi like a goddamn jungle gym, locks on a choke, and gets the finish for himself. Come back. I have takes on Sungwoo Choi. Sungwoo Choi, man. All right, tell me about Caceres takes. He's got five in a row now. Dude. He's been fighting four freaking ever. I... Uh, I like I like Caceres. And I liked him since his since his stint at, at the Ultimate Fighter. He's a he is an awesome kicker. And and, and UFC I love UFC Fight Night twenty four in twenty eleven. It's, it's his incredible, first right? UFC fight. It's incredible. Love me love me some some kickers who dudes who can kick. I, I'm in love. And these 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 guys were virtually identical <laughs> from a style and how they move and fight in general, also by the looks. And we saw nice hooks and crosses from Joy and super varied kicking game from Caceres. Flinches and feints and hard front, like question mark kick. Once he hit him in the head with a question mark kick, which I, uh, yeah, I, I love it. And ah, look, she dropped him. Uh, Joy, sorry, Joy. Joy dropped him and need him in the facey. So, yeah, I, I love, I don't know what is, what, what, what Caceres needs more than, than, but basically, the experience he got now, in order to to realize his potential, I don't know why he loses some of his fights. I, I he's mm-hmm. because he's so good, like he's <laughs> such an awesome striker. And then, but then he th- th- sometimes he has these little mistakes, and, and he he doesn't seem to be able to recover from these. But also, dear listeners of the MMA Love Podcast, follow Alex Alex Caceres. Put him on your radar. Absolutely. Yeah, great pr- prospect, Alex Caceres, 10 years into his <laughs> UFC career. The newcomer, Alex Caceres. <laughs> newcomer, Alex Caceres. You may not have heard of this guy, but he's got a five-fight win streak. He's doing good. Absolutely incredible. Well, I think part of it, too, is like he, uh, most of the time, fights once or twice a year. And that that also is part of it, where where fighters who really get the rub are are just saying yes over and over again and fighting as often as possible. He he t- he spaces it out by by six or eight months, M- generally. But he, I mean, he didn't in some of his in his last couple wins. So we'll see. Very good fight, and also another another Very banger. Good. Just just mm-hmm. a, just a, a short take on Grant Dawson versus Ricky Glenn. They declared it a majority draw. Um, I think that Dawson was escaping this this near submission very very late, and I think he was already getting sleepy. He denied it at the <laughs> end. Um and I, is this, I think this is the this is the one where, where he is on the where the, the round ends and his opponent jumps up and points at him. Yeah. Ricky Glenn exactly. is pointing at pointing at him. Sleepy yeah. sleepy time and I think he was right. So maybe stoppage in order, but it was that that's saved by the bell thing. I don't think it works like that, but 
yeah, majority draws are never fun, but wasn't wasn't a bad fight. Now, pal. Now, pal. Twelve minutes left. I think we'll need it all. <laughs> I Scream! I will. I will allow it. Scream for twelve minutes. You've been screaming all morning about this fight. <laughs> I'm not sure when the last. I, I think the last time I was so pumped and hyped for a fight, and was pumped and hyped for a. 25 minute fight was when when Max Holloway fights that's basically the only time I can I can keep up the energy for 25 minutes and I'm not sure who coined the term was it you that called it a full meat fight or a or something like that I think it I think the meat thing came from KSW I think it was the Poods versus Bombardier fight was like a combined weight of 600 pounds or something like that. And someone on Twitter was like full meat or something. (laughs) And then, and then uh, they, by round two, I was like all meat, no brain. And then by round four, I was just like full meat. Uh, But I actually, it might be a thing from Thrasher where, where whoever gets the, the full meat award is the one that uh, gets just wrecks the hardest on yes. their skateboard. It was a also so, a meathead fight and meathead full meat no brain. For, if you are not a fan of both of these fox, I can't help you. I I, I really can't help you. if you're hating in any way or form on either Costa or Vettori. You need to look for another hobby. Costa was walking into the into the like even the start the, the trash talk in, in, in the beginning of it before the fight Costa basically no selling his his weight miss but walking into the cage ripped and swole dude <laughs> I mean it, it what walks, the walk, hell walking straight up to Vittori I love this shit it it was intensity beef passion aggression beef I, I, I just full love, beef i just love it man it's like no touching of gloves i love it you can you can hug you can hug it out you can you can go out together after the fight i don't care but start a fight with with this not no, no touching i i'm really a fan of it and what 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 surprised me the most is that marvin didn't look undersized at all i think I, it, it it shows you what no, a, what a unit victory is i mean uh, he didn't look undersized for middleweight. No, he looked like he always does. He and he got to weigh in at two hundred four, which means he just he cuts weight to one eighty five, and then he weighs about two ten on fight night or whatever. But Costa looked like a f- dude. Come on, like a Hulk, like ginormous compared to Vittori. I You think so? I mean, he looked huge. Huge. I didn't get that impression. It it doesn't matter. It's like because no, it doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't. It doesn't matter a bit because Marvin ate some liver kicks and some mid kicks, and I am I have no no idea at all how he was able to walk through these for five fucking rounds, man. Costa Costa wrapped his right foot around the back of Marvin's head, and Marvin was just like. Almost stumbled, but didn't even. It's ridiculous. Look, I, I have Costa is so good at striking. Costa is so good <laughs> with his mid kicks, and he. I love the movement of Costa. I love his speed. I love how he sets things up. I love how he was able to connect. I mean, that dude threw everything the hardest he could for twenty-five minutes. 
How the fuck is this even possible, man? And Marvin, how did it, it, someone online said he's like he he was fighting like a video game character that had to that had to build his stamina back up before he used it all, just ripping kicks at, you, and then he's out of stamina and he's got to just build it back up, yeah, but just he could, rip some more. But the thing able, was like he was able to build it back up. That that was impressive. All the way back, to, all the way to the final round when. After round, like midway through round one, he's breathing through his mouth. I'm like, oh, he's fucked. Vittori's gonna fuck him up. He's tired, and then he and he never gets more tired than that. And Vittori, to his credit, until the fifth round, is returning four shots for every one. And that was what I wanted to see the most was when, okay, Costa rips a kick, and then Vittori just combos off four or five, even if it's into Costa's guard, just. Pulling the Nick Diaz pitter patter out for a, for for a combination or six, I just loved. It I, was great. I know. I know. The whole a, thing was awesome. Yeah, I know. It's it's a tried and and whatever a bit of a boring um, thing to tell people that a certain fighter is tough as nails, but I, I Marvin, dude, how how can you even walk through these kicks? How, Don't how, know. Look, I don't. And also, Marvin, dude, that dude, his striking is fucking incredible, man. He had bo- body shots, head elbows, uppercuts, mixed with body shots, and and why, dude? Tell me, why is Vittori not not faced by these kicks? Tell me. <laughs> I don't know. You have to tell I, someone. I, someone. I told you the fans. I told you that listening. some that he that he had his nerve endings surgically removed, so he just couldn't feel anything. I, it, I, it's beyond me. And it's even, absurd. Even, even in the post-fight presser, when <laughs> Marvin was still energetic and fresh at the post-fight presser, one hundred percent meat, man. I cannot believe. Oh this. yeah. I, look, I cannot believe this fight. It's hard and fast and the output as well i think he i think marvin broke some records with with his output for middleweight fights or something like that it it kills me because okay marvin also varied the intensity of his striking <laughs> costa did not but marvin like some some uh some fast shots some hard shots some probing shots like everything in it how how is vittori so good and how is <laughs> How how is Costa being able to put fucking bangers of mid kicks out in the fourth round? How is it fucking possible, man? <laughs> Why, dude, Luke, Lucas? How is uh, Costa winning the fifth? How is this possible, man? I I, I don't know, man. I thought he was. T- I seriously thought he was gassed after three he, minutes in the first round. He wasn't gassed. I know. Crazy. I mean. Uh, so I, you asked me. I, I was I was watching the fight this afternoon, and you asked me how did I score it. I'm 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 telling you all, guys. Don't, don't, don't fuck. Go get the fuck away with scores, man. I, it do, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This this fight shouldn't be scored. I, who cares, man? Who cares how you score? Who it's a ten nine? Do care. you think we'll get a? I don't give a flying fuck, man, about these scores. Man. Did you like the? Uh, did you like the immediate point taken for the eye poke? Um. <laughs> Yes, I yeah I did yeah I did I did there I is loved an emphasis it. on it, uh, fuck, fuck all of you with your mummy guards yeah. quit eye poking fucking eye poke man look there is an, an an emphasis now on on all the refs coming down from IMOF and from the the head honchos there that really enforce enforce eye poke files because you you now give the people basically their first warning you give them 
at the judges or, or refs meeting, mm-hmm. coaches instructions meeting, and you really emphasize over and over again that you don't stretch out your fingers. And I think it was a good, a very good decision, and I like that that it is happening now with the point deductions. Also, I mean, I I, I don't think this this was a blatant eye poke. I don't think you would put Costa in your mommy guard national no, team. No, 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 I, I I didn't. But 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 what I'm referring to is actually something Vittoria said in the post fight interview. What did, was he, very what did good. he say? Somewhat, <laughs> somewhat. It was it was it was deep thoughts with Marvin Vittori in the post fight interview, and it was very good. He said. Uh, Maybe when you're training, you just don't give a fuck. And then he switches hands with the microphone. He holds his, his right arm out. And he says, if you're training and you don't give a fuck, maybe you do this, but you don't give a fuck. So you're not training not to do it. And I don't think he's doing it because he means to do it. I just think he doesn't give a fuck. So he doesn't know not to do it. And that was basically what he said. People tell so you. So it was, people he was very, yeah. very Sorry. like, very like, like saying like, you know, it's not. It's not like he tried to poke me in the eye. It's just that he's a moron. It was very deep with Marvin Vittori. <laughs> yeah, people people tried to paint Marvin Vittori as this ogre, and I'm not quite sure. <laughs> That's the best. That dude, is dude just... it was the dude. His post fight presser on YouTube was just the best. Go watch his section of the post fight press conference. It was great. That dude it was is fantastic stuff. That that dude is like that dude is a fighter. If you that is people like also Costa these two guys are the reason you you love, you love fights same same goes for for people like like, like Zhang Wei Li or like Hiker Holloway and I love uh, Adesanya and uh, look I like fight and and I like this fight. was this was a fight man and yeah I I can't emphasize how good this this one was it's awesome what an uh, awesome week of fights yeah man incredible you, you had I mean, you had Verhoeven versus Sadiq, which is one of the very best heavyweight fights you will ever see. I don't care. I don't care the sport. It doesn't matter. It, MMA, kickboxing, boxing doesn't even, does not even compete with this. Don't come up to me on Monday on the water cooler and tell me that you liked uh, Wilder versus Fury and it was the best heavyweight fight ever. Get 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 fucking lost, man. Verhoeven versus Sadiq was was a was a bomb, and then you had. Paolo Costa versus Marvin Vettori, which is an all-time great full meat fight. Fantastic, How, dude! People people talk about the chin of of uh, of of Marvin. I mean, it's not just a chin, man. That dude rolls with punches. He it, it's not it's not it's not all. Oh, that dude just was born with a good chin. That dude also trains his fucking <laughs> has a neck has a neck man. He's full meat on his neck as well. Oh yeah. I, I mean, he is <laughs> he is smart. How he moves, he senses punches coming. He switches levels. He he tries to evade punch. There there is not a single punch. I think where Marvin does not react, even when he gets hit, and you will get hit. You can't block every shot. But I mean, it's it's fucking incredible. Did I make clear how much I love this fight? I loved it too. I I have a couple things I love to close to close out the show with. Please, sir. I love the upcoming week of MMA just as much as I have loved this past week of MMA. And I have a question for you before we go. Clarissa Shields versus Abigail Montez, three days away. Who you got? <sighs> Clarissa Shields said some dumb stuff. Ooh. <laughs> on the internet. Surprise. Is she surprise. canceled? <laughs> maybe maybe she needs to be canceled. 
All right. So nice. I think she, I mean, I don't know. Not, I don't know. I don't Abigail, know enough. Abigail Montez I has been fighting at bantamweight and featherweight and will now move up to lightweight to fight Clarissa Shields. That's about all you need to know. Yeah, but I <laughs> think Clarissa Shields is in for one for one fight where there will be a rough awakening with, with someone taking her down and she would she won't be able to go back up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I'm I'm huge on her. Her boxing career was was pretty incredible. And for her first fights, she did she did good. Uh, it's also women's MMA where you you have to fight for a time if you have talent until you you get um, you get up to a to an opponent that is worthy and and a good challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I I feel something is in the air that she might. That we might I don't all get surprised. I don't think it's this one. I don't think it's this one. Might maybe not, but it's just she's also at the wrong camp. Just I think just I'm. Saying. I think I'm. I think I'm fired up the most for Brada. Brada Ray Cooper the third. Uh huh. Fighting Magomed Magomed Karamov for yeah. the one million dollars. You'll get Magomed. I think it's mine. Maybe it's like. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But you know, come on, it's Brada. He trains in a garage with his family. All right, this could happen. Let me have my hope, okay? Yeah, I, I, of course, I'm letting you have your hope. <laughs> I love, I love, I love PFL. I love PFL. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I might for be PFL the most too. excited for this. We yeah, got, no, and we got UFC 267. And I don't even need to pay 80 bucks to watch it. So, pal, man, that's if, also look, fun. It's it's UFC 268, I think. Didn't you? No, 267 is next week. 268 is the week after. Oh, 267. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Jan versus Glover, yeah, and then good, Jan good versus card. Sandhagen. Two Jans, two belts. Good, good fight go. cards. Two sixty-eight might be the best thing that ever happened on the planet. It's like, possible. Like together with inventing vaccines and stuff like that, it's might might be the best thing that ever happened to this planet. God's gift to humanity. Thank you so much, Mister North, for um, following <laughs> me down this path of yogurting my brain with MMA. Uh, thanks to all the listeners. Was that episode forty? No, no, not yet. I think it's okay. Thirty let me, or something. You let me know when we get to episode forty. We'll get, we get another few weeks. It's fantastic stuff. <laughs> yeah, shout outs to all the people uh, supporting us, listening to us, spreading the good word. Um, maybe a maybe, yeah. You have to tell more people about us. I think. Who do I tell? I have. I, who do I talk to? Just, no one. Yeah, just the hardcores. We don't want okay. any casuals near this podcast. They will. Not, no, I don't think any. I don't think any casual would tolerate this podcast. They will not. They will not be able to compute. But if you have a casual, a prospect, just ease him in. Like, like let, let him listen or her for the five for, for for five minutes a week. Maybe talk about him. Go to therapy with him. Talk about back. it on your way home from a hike. Correctly. No. Okay. Well, this is enough. We will go. We will go, but <laughs> but we will be back. <laughs> of so course. Have a wonderful <laughs> evening, day, night, wherever you are. Um, Thank you, pal. Thanks so much. And talk to you <sighs> probably tonight. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye.
You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. Shut your mouth with my fist.